I'm Hilary Naughton. Welcome to the Uprint Podcast. It's time to remember your power and become the architect of your reality. Join me as we explore the art of intentional co-creation. We delve into the science and the magic. Hear expansive stories from entrepreneurs and creatives around the world who channeled their ideas and inspiration into real life by following their passions and staying true to their inner guidance. My intention is to empower you to act on your desires and live a life in vibrant color. Thanks for tuning in. Now we vibe. All right, welcome back to the show, Amber. Thank you, Hillary. <laughs> Seems like I was here yesterday. You basically were. It yes. was only a few days ago. And then I got a, a text message from you. So our intention was, if you listened to the last episode or even if you didn't, was to, this is Hillary speaking. So our intention was to record like a twin transmission every week mm-hmm. and uh, we'll mark it as twin transmissions. So you can either, if you're like, I like these, I'll listen to it. And if not, you're like, hey, I'm waiting for the next like entrepreneur creative that Hillary's going to interview about, you know, uh, living a passionate life and how to do that. And um, and then you messaged me this morning and you said, well, tell me what you said. Yeah. So yeah, like every morning, um, I, I have morning rituals that I do. So I meditate, I speak to my guides, I burn sage, I'll journal a little bit. If I have any triggers (laughs) that I need (laughs) to, it happens a lot. We're laughing because you're like, you get triggered a lot. I do. Well, it's happening less and less, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'll spend about 45 minutes to an hour really early in the morning after my husband and I go for a walk and then just to set myself like do my protection mantras for the day just so that my energies are set up for the best and like the highest uh, intention for that day and yesterday and before I journal a little bit I'll have or before I do one of my either breathwork sessions or um, a little meditation I'll write something in my journal to get clarity on you know, my intention is to get clarity on that thing during meditation, the talk with my guides or the breath work, et cetera. And yesterday I wrote down just without even really meaning to what's happening in Hawaii. And I got full body chills and, but I thought, <laughs> I, I'm not ready to really know what it is and just avoided it. And well, then and if you've been living under a rock or you're listening to this in the year 2050 mm-hmm. and you don't know what happened in um uh, hawaii obviously on, on the island of maui lahaina just had horrible fires and was mm-hmm. basically decimated yes so. exactly and so i've just been seeing on some of my instagram feed just the different perspectives that people have about what they think is going on uh you know just de- the devastation the stories from the locals and there's just a lot of different perspectives of uh, uh, as to what people think this is so I just wrote down what's happening in Hawaii. I literally got full body chills, but then I thought I'm not ready to delve into that. And so ended up asking them other questions. And then today, this morning I was on the walk and I just had this thought in my head. Um, Well, it was like my guides were there and they gave me just this. They just said, Hey, we want to talk to you about Hawaii. And I got full body chills again. And then this time I thought, okay, okay, I'll reach out to Hillary and let's record an episode. And so 
normally in the morning I would do my whole, this was when I was on my walk. So I got that download, messaged you when I got home. And then in my morning rituals, I did everything except for speak to my guides because they were like, no, we want to give you this message whilst you're recording. So that's here. That's where we are now. And then since we, I think I text, I text you like four hours ago and then I had to run some errands and for the last three to four hours, it has just been download after download after download and almost me negotiating with them to say, you know, like I appreciate this like bird's eye view and intergalactic perspective on what's happening and energetically, but there are people that are grieving right now and there are people that are going through a very traumatic experience you know, whether or not you were there or you know someone that was there or whether this triggers something else for you. And so I don't want this transmission to diminish anybody's experience of what they're going through at the moment. And so they've assured me that, I mean, they've given me this, they've just given me so many downloads. So I guess what, like we talked about this before because I came here to Hillary's and I said, look, maybe, well, you look stressed out. (laughs) I I have been feeling that way. Well, And I was like, oh, is it because, well, when you're, what you what you're about to say I imagine could be controversial to some people and what we basically said was we'll do a trigger warning and Mm -hmm. so and I don't I've never done a trigger warning on my podcast before but basically if you're not ready to hear a a different perspective on than than your own on Mm -hmm. what's happening on on in Lahaina on Maui at the moment then don't listen yeah don't listen yeah and And like as a community we the community that we're a part of in the Northern Rivers we went through a devastating disaster a couple of years ago. The floods. The floods. Yeah. And it was um, when I was, you know, sort of negotiating with my guides saying, maybe like this isn't the right time to channel. And they said, um, you know, remember, like, I mean, they've just given me so many different perspectives, but essentially they were saying like, you know, think about, Yes, that was um, a time of devastation, a time of like great tragedy. And also it brought people together that were incredibly polarized during COVID. And so essentially like there are more perspectives to every situation. But again, let's do a trigger warning. And I have no, I have an idea of some of the things they're going to say. Nothing has been like crazy you know, they're not like, it's nothing has, has fear in it. Nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. Which the reason why we say trigger warning is because sometimes when, when these messages come through, it's triggering because you want to be validated on your perspective of what has happened. And I've been there people. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you've been been following Amber along. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you want, so I I have compassion for those people. Exactly. And so, and I guess this is like a, a, a disclaimer for twin transmissions going forward. Like, yes, our own personal perspective is in this, but at the end of the day, the intention is that Amber is a clear channel and she is delivering messages from her guides and these other beings. And so, you know, don't get mad at Amber. It's all talk. I'm just a channel. You're just a channel. So yeah. Well, and sometimes you're not ready to hear a message. Exactly. Oh, and you brought up a good point before you said, Maybe this is like a message that some people can hear in two years or a message they can hear in six months, but just not right now. So. Yeah. So if you're already getting triggered by what we're saying, turn it off. then turn it off. And yeah, that's exactly. okay. It's a message for later. Again, I can totally resonate with that 
sentiment because there were so many times during COVID where I was in a rage and triggered AF triggered and had no space for another perspective. Absolutely zero. And so I totally understand. And I think we've done this enough. I know. Hence why I've been negotiating with my guides. So like PS. Well, and like don't negotiate with, with them. Like we can handle it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you don't yeah. have to be like, dilute your message. Give I us don't, the full potency. It, the negotiation was more around, can we do this a different time? But, no. <laughs> but, but no, we cannot. Exactly. Time is nigh or now. Well, and they, they just said, yeah, we can do another time. And they kind of laughed because they're like, time doesn't exist. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they're all, it was all, air yeah, it's like cosmic joke over here. But this whole thing about me, like us taking the listeners on this ride as well, is that I'm I'm heeding the call of this responsibility in this lifetime and just know that I'm not always like jumping for joy to be like, yeah, I'm going to transmit a, a message about something that people are real upset right now. You oh, know? exactly. Yeah. Like, but, it, but it's you're, what I'm you're being like, called to do. Exactly. So like you're on this ride with this guy. It's, it's all yeah. it's all happening at the same time. <laughs> OK, so let's let's get into it. OK, cool. Cool. We are here. We want to support everyone first and foremost and acknowledge that what has happened, what is happening and what will happen on the location that you refer to as Maui in Hawaii, it is a tragedy. There has been loss of human life. There has been loss of nature. There has been loss of family. There has been loss of oceanic life. Simply, there has been a loss of life, as you would see it. And we acknowledge that. And this message is not here to diminish anything that has happened, will happen, or anything. So we want to first preface everything that comes after this with just a message of love of support of acknowledgement and as the twins said if you are not ready to to hear this situation from different perspectives it is okay turn this message off and perhaps come back to it later no one and certainly not us um, has the expectation that this is something that needs to be fully understood now. There is def- yes, it says. There is definitely a time for for the processing of this event to take place, and perhaps for some of you listening, this is more of a time for you to feel the emotion, feel the loss, feel the rage, feel the sadness, feel the anxiety. Again, whilst we exist in a dimension of consciousness where the way we the way our experience essentially is different from yours, the ability to feel the spectrum of human emotions is a gift and is a way for you all to process events like this. So we simply say this is uh, permission to do that. And if that means turning off this message, so be it. Okay. So now we'll move forward. In terms of this event, we want everyone to understand, for those that have the capacity to see this from from a higher, and when they say higher, they don't mean like more evolved. Okay, well, yeah. Well, yeah, they said, okay, yeah, they, they go, in a sense, it's more evolved, but also picture it from a bird's eye view. They're saying all of the, all of the, they're going to use this, this is an analogy, let's, 
look at the situation as a play. And all of the actors came in knowing what role they had to play for the purpose of this this play, this movie, if you will. Like they're using this analogy of it being a production. And they're like, well, and essentially that's what this is, is Earth is a is a stage in a sense. It's a place for our souls to act out different characters, to learn different lessons, to have different perspectives. And so, okay, yep, yep, that's fine. And so they'll they'll keep going with uh, this analogy. And so there are those uh, there are humans that came in to experience this tragedy on a an intimate level, whether that be those who had their homes destroyed, if they had family members and loved ones who were lost in this event, whether that, you know, they're saying like everyone chose a role and they're saying, you know, the, the bravest, the bravest souls came here to say, okay, uh, you know, I'm willing to leave the earthly plane. I'm willing to leave the earthly plane in this event in order to, move almost the yep 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 I get that to to continue to expand awareness and continue to evolve the consciousness of this planet for each other okay so everyone has a role and so they said for some of of the the people they'll be the ones closest and they'll actually physically lose they'll either lose their life a loved one their property um their resources, <clears throat> et cetera. For others, their job is to come in and to be uh, a connector and an activator and get the resources that these people need. And for others, <clears throat> excuse me, for others, they're showing me like um, the people that are asking the questions because they, they said there are, some, there are some people that aren't even capable of asking the question, why did this happen? who did this essentially like what happened they don't they're saying they don't have the luxury of asking that questions because they are so deep in their own pain their own grief or you know they're mobilizing entire communities to help those that have been affected and so again this message isn't for everyone right now but this is just to give those of us who are um, spectators who are witnessing what's happening either on social media or in the news or reading a story or a friend is telling you and they're like it's just to give those of us who are a little bit further removed from the story uh, from the the event uh, a broader perspective so there are those that are as spectators and those that are close that are questioning why this happened and what they're saying is that those questions are important because what they do on an energetic level is agitate the old energies that bring them up for us. Essentially, they're saying like asking those questions is like picking up a mirror and looking at yourself and being able to say like, oh, I can see this now. I can see that. And they're like, it's an agitation an agitation an agitation. And OK, so Archangel Michael is here as well, and he is in charge of essentially holding space for the planet as we ascend out of this war consciousness that has been implanted on our planet that was never ours to begin. It is not innate in our human nature to war with one another and to justify war with things like, you know, the label of 
democracy and independence and freedom. Uh, they're saying, uh, yes, yes, I get that. Archangel is saying, you know, this, this war consciousness was never the intent of humanity. And they're, they're like, that, that's a, a whole nother conversation. But what they want to say for those that are willing to hear the message now is that asking questions about why this happened, you know, are we being told the truth? Because they're like, the truth is in air quotes. It's something that is subjective. Um, there is room for every perspective to have an ounce of, of what we would call the truth. Okay. Because what they are saying is that they're, humans love to look at things in black and white in, in in actuality it's more gray so depending on where you're standing something that is true from one perspective look at it from another perspective and then that thing is inherently false and so the the broader understanding is this is that like multiple things can be true at the same time and again their intention for this isn't for it to be a heavy transmission heavy in the way that you know evokes sadness because what Archangel Michael is saying is this is part of the purging and asking questions about, you know, where are the people that are supposed to help us? Why did this happen? How did this happen? Is what we're being told the truth? Those are all, again, agitating the energy and helps to purge. So they're giving me this analogy of like, when you ask a question about a situation, it's like sticking your fingers down your throat, like the throat of the earth to, for the earth to like vomit up all the darkness, all of the stuff that's hidden on the inside. Again, all of the things that are, okay, that makes sense. All of the things that are making us sick, right? And, and deception and control are part of those things that make us sick. And again, can um, be used as tools to manipulate uh, us as individuals, as a collective, to justify things like war. But again, Archangel Michael is like, we're not going to go, he's not going to go off on that. Um, that's not a conversation for right now. But essentially what they want, um, what they want, the message they want to deliver is that understand what is happening, irrespective of why you think it's happening or who you think or, or the cause of it, understand that this is all part of purging the planet of war consciousness, of darkness. And they're, they're like, think of again, again, because I keep, Amber keeps coming in and I keep saying, you know, are people ready to hear this message? Is it too soon? And they just keep um, almost like soothing me and saying, it's okay and understand that sharing a message that in order to purge the darkness, it has to be seen first. It has to be. That's the first step of healing. It's okay to share this message. It really is. And the people that can handle hearing it will hear it. And the people that aren't ready to, again, can turn this transmission off. So so yes, this is the what's happening. Uh, um, is it Lahaina? It is a it, it's a purging. It is a purging, and so they're saying just like what they want to reinforce is that you purge when there's a sickness to be expelled, and that's what's happening. But also, do not miss the opportunity here, and that's the key word. They want to talk about the opportunity. Okay, yes, thank you for making this a little lighter, guys. Um, <clears throat> they want to talk about the opportunity uh, that we all have 
to be instead of, you know, again, they acknowledge that there is a time to process rage, to process sadness, to process anxiety. And there is also, um, it's a fine line between processing that emotion and let, letting yourself be consumed by it. And they talk about if you are someone who is feeling consumed by those feelings, the best, best way to move forward and as, almost like uh, raise your energy and raise your frequency is to take action and help. Right. And so the first thing is, you know, donating to a fund that you feel has, you know, the integrity to get the money to the those who need it. Um, you know, praying and they're, they're like in, in, in whatever form that is, like sending love, actually praying for them, uh, imagining a white healing light over the island and understand that even in all of this even in all of the pain, there is so much love that is being essentially like, like they're showing me, uh, beamed onto the planet or onto that, that, um, that place in Hawaii. And so there's so much love that is going there now. And, um, yeah. Do you have any questions, Hillary? I know you do. Well, no, they, they answered a lot of them, but so for us as spectators, then, the best thing for us to understand is that this is a a purging of this war consciousness. So have so it has a positive spin. Um, I was going to ask what the best way we can do to support the people in Lahaina is, but it sounds like you guys have already thought of that. Yes, they said like through resources. They said sending love. They said sending compassion. They said because they're they're like this situation for the people that live there because okay okay I get it I get it because they they also wanted to talk about the um like the judgment and the the finger pointing that is happening um for the tourists that still choose to come to the island and so they've given me all of these examples about like because you know you see people saying do not come to the island like you know in the midst of this tragedy we have uh, tourists who are here uh, you know, swimming in our bay, like swimming in the water and laughing with their family and why are they coming? And again, they want to say that they, like, they understand those, those feelings. They're so raw. They're so fresh in our reality. This has just happened for those of us who are, who aren't in the epicenter of what's happened and are more further removed there is an opportunity here for us also to, instead of judging those that choose to still go to Hawaii, they wanted to give a, a few different points of view. And so imagine, for example, a family that um, has someone, you know, a loved one who's terminally ill and it is their last opportunity before they leave the earthly plane with their family. It was their, their dying wish to go to Hawaii. Maybe they've never seen the ocean before. And imagine the healing and the love that's happening with that family in that trip, right? They also gave me the example of what if there is, you know, a, a mother and her child who were, you know, she, again, these are just examples they're giving to me that were separated um, and that that mother gave away that child for adoption. And then they found one another and they planned on meeting up in Hawaii, right? To have a, a, a connective experience with one another and imagine again the healing and the love that is transmitted to the island 
by people coming there to have those experiences because what they're saying is like everyone is here having their own nuanced and unique experience like human experience at the moment and so for those of us that want to judge those that can that continue to go to Hawaii in in the aftermath of what's happening just perhaps take a pause and think about the the vacations that you've had with loved ones and the memories that you've made and what that meant to you and for some of you listening you know you've only ever had the resources to go on vacation once in your life and so should people be denied that experience of connectedness of love of again of reconnection because of what's happening on the island again that that is a um a question with many answers and it's neither right nor wrong but just understand that not everybody that comes to Hawaii is coming to extort its natural resources and take advantage of what's happening there at the moment. There are people coming that in order for their soul to have the experience that they're meant to, the evolution, really like the lessons that their family is meant to, their soul family is meant to learn going there is, is a pivotal part of their journey. And so their message the whole thing revolves around compassion and perspective and that having compassion for those who are in the midst of rage, who are in the midst of sadness, who are in the midst of grief, having compassion for those tourists that this is their, you know, their life's wish and they've never been. And so they've decided to go just again, having compassion and knowing that you don't actually know somebody's situation until you know their situation. And so leave room for, for that. Okay. Actually I had a question that just came up, popped Mm -hmm. in. So the first thing, when I saw this, I I know that there is, I I was, I thought about fear and the frequency of fear Mm -hmm. and different teachings that I've read. And just, I know the way that fear feels in my body and how powerful it is. Mm -hmm. And my understanding is that the part of this war consciousness and part of the control that's been over our planet for however long we are, we are manipulated through fear Mm -hmm. and we're controlled by fear. Mm -hmm. And so part of when I first saw everything that was happening, I thought, all right, rather than, because there are stories that you can jump into. One is, um, you know, the one about like the, the particles that are being sprayed and they're like, they have heavy metals in them. And Mm -hmm. then that's, and then there's directed energy weapons. I'm like, you can go like to all the different places or Mm -hmm. it's just global warming and everything Mm -hmm. is Exactly. The, the weather on the planet is changing and it's hotter than it used to be and it's drier than it used to be. All of those things from my perspective revolve around fear, being scared of something that you don't understand because we all don't really know exactly what it is. So can you speak to the frequency of fear and 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 how that has it been used to control us and, and how it, if that is the if that is the intention of this fear propaganda that is shown on the news, how do we, how do we work through that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, quite simply, the only way out of fear is through love. And that is because they want to address a few things. So the first is the stories that people have around what caused this. Is it directed energy weapons? Is it particles in the sky? Is it global warming? You know, the climate crisis. And they said simply all of these are true. All of these are true. What they want us to focus on instead is that, again, okay, 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 I get it, I get it. Because 
Yes. Okay. Because they're saying, yes, Amber asked us earlier about, uh, was the, is this a ploy? Is this, you know, is, is there an intention here to move people off of sacred land? And they said, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I get it. And from a certain perspective, yes, that is true. Also, also, and what they want us to understand is that this is almost what is happening is it's it's opening it's like being in a well what metaphor do you guys want me to use because they're saying like they're all irrespective of how you okay well which one do you guys want to focus on yep okay all right so they'll talk about the the more nefarious perspective about you know this not being something of nature this of being something where other humans other groups want to move the natives off of the island and what they're saying is that the interesting part and if you can if when you can reach a time when you can have this perspective is that there was a time like this type of thing has been happening for a very very long time on our planet what is different now and where this where what the opportunity is for us at this time is that it is so much harder for the the energies that want to diminish our power as humans it is getting so much harder for them to hide it because we have things like social media because we have things like again we everybody has camera phones everybody has the ability to video and they're like this has been happening for centuries where the those with more quote power like the power and again because they want like side note we have so much untapped power that we're only now beginning to realize but they're like that's actually part of what's happening so the the people that have sacrificed their homes and their lives and their essentially like their their yes 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 their they want to say their emotional stability and balance they knew what they came here to do and they knew what they were a part of and so part of what is being revealed in terms of this being a land grab and moving people off of sacred islands to take control, they're saying there is room for that perspective to be true. Of course there is. What is also true is that it's like they're using, like they're showing me that they're using, like we are as humans are, are raising in our consciousness, our frequency, et cetera, we're becoming much more aware. And the, and the, Again, they, this isn't a, for a place of fear to say like, oh, the, the powers that be are keeping us small. It's like they're, but they're using an old playbook because they've never, like humanity has never emitted this high of a frequency, you know, in the last, like they're saying like thousands of years, thousands of years, thousands of years, because that's, that was when the, the war consciousness, which was not, again, was never um, inherently ours to begin with. That is not in our nature as human beings. We are meant to be a connected species who help one another, who love one another, who have compassion for one another, who do not fight for resources, who have an abundance perspective and see that there's enough for everyone. Whereas you can see the, the manipulation of, uh, like the perspective that would result in an action of, of, you know, people being forced off their land, that is coming from a lack mentality of, we want to, you know, another group saying, we want to take this land, this opportunity, this opportunity to generate money, control, et cetera. 
that's coming from a consciousness that is not inherent to humanity. It's not, it's been, it's been programmed into us. It's been implanted into us, but it is not who we are in nature. And so what they're saying is that while yes, this event from certain perspectives has been, what word do you guys want to use? Well, they're just saying like has been planned. It has been planned. You know, it wasn't just a fluke, right? But they're like, it has been planned. Also understand the opportunity here for so many around the the world to be able to say, you know, what is this really? And some of these things don't add up. And again, asking questions, as they said, agitates. It agitates, it agitates. It brings up energies and it agitates things that can be hard to digest things that can be hard to look at, things that can be hard to face, but it is a requirement. If we are all here to evolve, if we are all here to return to our true nature, which is love, compassion, community, you have to face the darkest parts. And they're saying like, there is no light without dark and you have to face the darkest parts. And they're saying, it's why when you talk about internal work, facing the shadow parts of yourself, are so important. It's, it's, it's vital for those part, those dark parts to be integrated, to be able to walk in the light because yeah, yeah, yeah. They're showing me like, you know, brushing under the carpet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because they're saying like, for those that are reading in the headlines, for example, that this is purely a climate crisis. They're like, again, do not allow what the media is saying and again, the, because they're like, we don't want to paint this brush that all media is out to manipulate and, or tell you a version of, of events. But th- they're like, both can be true. Some media is is looking to, you know, uh, provoke curiosity about this situation. Some media wants people to just say, well, we know what this is and let's move on. But what they're saying is the deeper invitation for everyone is to ask questions, even if you think you know what this is, even if you say, I know this was a direct energy weapon. Okay, well, ask yourself more questions along those lines. If you think it's a climate crisis, ask more questions of yourself and say, okay, well, again, you know, why do I think this? Who's telling me this? What do I actually feel? Because again, because there are infinite realities, infinite timelines, all of these things can be true at the same time. But the, the correlating thread with all of it is that it is an opportunity and it is an invitation for us always to go deeper and become more connected, not only with ourselves, but also with the community around us. So, and, and your question was, sorry, this, I sort of went off on a tangent. Oh, no, you didn't. It was great. I loved it. Well, no, it was about just the frequency of fear and, and is that, has that been like a a controlling, uh, a controlling frequency well what's the word i want to use it ha- no no they, they would agree with you they said they said yes they said quite simply yes yes because it um fear uh from a uh, they're saying it it's actually a very unique uh feeling that humans on their spectrum uh like the ability of like their spectrum of emotions it's actually very unique to humans to feel fear and that links back to are like 
our primal nature and how we've evolved on the planet. And so it's used as a, a manipulative, it, it, it's really a, an emotion that keeps us paralyzed and that stops us moving forward, that stops growth, that stops, I, I mean, it's, it, it literally paralyzes you in every sense. And so to answer your question, yes, it has. And the reality that we are all moving into this new vibration that everyone is irrespective of what your perspective on is on, on what's happening in the world at the moment. The fear consciousness is is diminishing. And the more people ask questions because they're like to ask questions of your reality is to transmute fear into courage because to ask those questions of your reality, of the things you thought you knew, to question things you thought you were certain of, that is the frequency of courage. That's the frequency of bravery. And that, again, it's the invitation. And again, ask the questions, ask the questions, ask the questions. And um, yeah, okay. They're saying like, yep, okay, 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 okay. Is there anything else, Hill? No, I think that's amazing. I loved all of it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything else that okay, I had. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you for joining me today. My intention is always that you leave feeling inspired in some way, in a better mood. You have that bit of courage to, to take action on whatever it is that you're wanting to create right now. That idea that's been brewing in the back of your mind for the last six months or six years. It's all about just taking little steps each day. So hopefully this gave you a bit of motivation to do that. If you enjoyed the episode and want to stay up to date with the happenings of the show, please subscribe on Spotify, Apple. We're also on iHeartRadio now. And you can also leave us a review in your app. It's a great way to show your support for the show. And as always, have a beautiful day and until next week.